Time for the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio with your hosts, Sean Cowig and Kristen Sanchez. Oh, stone people of the world, get ready because it's another Thursday and it's time for another episode of the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm the guy they call Sean Cowig, and with me, as always, is the one and only Kristen Sanchez. Hello. Um, it is so great to be back. Yes. With you and everyone. Hope everyone had a great holiday. Oh. And as always, if you would like to follow us on social media, uh, you can follow Sean Cowig at Sean Cowig. You can Ooh. follow me, Kristen Sanchez at Siren16x, and you could also follow The Way Highway at The Way Highway, or send us an email at whyhighway at adobe.com. Yes. Yes. And yeah, we really hope that you enjoyed your holiday. We took the week off and played our old episode where I made weird things that people used to eat at Thanksgiving times, uh, including odd vegetables in Jello. Mm-hmm. That was a thing. Yeah, yeah. There was a real there was a real vogue for um, appetizers mm-hmm. in the shape of things, molds. Yes, you know? yeah. like a real big vogue for that. You know, yeah, yeah. And the Tupperware. In the Tupperware region. Right, right. <laughs> of America. That. As if people were disappointed that the things that they were, were eating were not in the shapes of what they once looked like. Yeah. And if I'm being honest, um, the reason how I'm able to be a meat eater is because I'm able to completely separate the shape yeah. of the once animal from the shape of the thing that I'm eating. Uh-huh. That's yeah. the only way I do it. I yeah. get turkey, I get a plate of turkey, and I don't think of the bird that once was. I just see yeah. flat meat. Totally. Totally. I, I um uh heard someone take the 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 leg off of the notice I said heard, and I nearly like I had to leave the room. Oof, I was like, whoa. like I can't <laughs> Yeah. The sound, that sound yeah. is just, yeah. nope, no, thank you. Oh, no, no, And no, like, no. I cook, I cook and I know like yeah. that I have to do that times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll make like a, <laughs> I'll make like a, a one pot, like whole chicken so I can like save some for later. Yeah. Um, but I know if I have to like debone it, mm-hmm. I'll do it like in the broth still. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to hear it because I just, well, I can't, I can't. Yes. Yep. The most distressful, distressful, distressing, mm-hmm. the most, the, the, yeah, the worst thing I ever heard that made me change the way I approached lobster being a, a, uh-huh. a child from the Northeast of Massachusetts where seafood is prevalent yeah. is that the only way to cook a lobster to have it taste the best, the way you want it to taste is you must throw it alive 
into the pot of boiling water. If you were to kill the lobster first and then boil it, it's not going to taste the right way. And I'm like, is that true? Or is that something sociopaths say? Yeah. But apparently it's the truth. And you got to throw them in the pot. You take the live lobster, throw it in the pot of boiling water, and you can hear it clanking around and like, I hate I it. I hate it. I hate it entirely. And so then like, um, it changed the way I approach lobster because I'm like, I don't think I want a big old red lobster on my plate. I think I could eat a lobster roll. Cause yet again, Sean disassociation. Yeah. yeah. So, um, one time when Neil and I were in Jersey, mm. um, his uncle was like, you want to go crabbing? And we were like, <laughs> Fuck yeah, we do. Sure. Like, fuck not. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I have no idea what this what this thing is, and I'm just like, okay, I'm on for the adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get there, um, and uh, I I really enjoy the taste of crab. Yeah. But yeah. more than I enjoy the taste of crab, I enjoy um, having uh, my toes not being clampy clamped by little crabs. Oh yeah. Turned out. The way we were doing it was we were standing in water with crabs with little with little nets, oh. and we would just have to scoop them. And so <laughs> um, it was very funny because like Neil and his uncle were like, "Kristen, you're so good at this," and I was like, "I just don't want these fuckers touching my feet." <laughs> like, I'm like just like ah! like I caught so many. It was bananas yeah um and then afterwards i was like okay i know that like the point is to catch them to then take them home and eat them mm-hmm. um and so we uh were doing the and by we i mean uh i was scampering as quickly as i could out of the room um because they were going to like start preparing things and yeah. i knew that i could not handle it because very emotional human being yeah. don't know if you know this yes um, so i was like okay so i was just in like water i'm gonna go take a shower <laughs> and so i went and i showered and what i didn't know uh was happening while i was showering is that i guess when they put them all the crabs in the pot alive mm-hmm. um a couple of them knocked the lid off <laughs> And so, like, oh, God. crabs had just, like, fallen onto Neil's grandma's kitchen floor. Oh. And so there's just these, like, crabs ah. walking around. <laughs> and, like, they're desperately, like, trying to catch him and get him back into the pot. Oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, that's hysterical. Oh, no. But, like, you know, those crabs are going to make you work for it. Do you think old Bun- Bugs Bunny cartoons, when, like, Bugs Bunny was, like, about to get cooked into soup, but was just like, ah, this is a nice uh-huh. bath, until, like, whoever started cutting up vegetables and pudding, and then Bugs Bunny realized, oh, no, I gotta get out of here. Do you think that, like, that was some sort of preparation for <laughs> us no. to, like, like, oh. <laughs> I think these guys were just, like, um, I'm going to get out of here by any means necessary mm-hmm. and like those guys are like fucking cannibals yeah so like they were just kind of like going to town on each other so i felt really bad i was like no 
What like yeah. what 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 an incredible like we've escaped the boiling water, but I still have a bloodlust to kill my own. Now I'm gonna right? fight this crab on right? the floor. <laughs> right? It's just like I don't understand. I don't understand. There's no way we could ever work together after this point. You're dead. Seamus. I, I don't know why the crab's name is Seamus, but it's okay. That's all right. It's like one of those things, like it's the moment in Toy Story. Where Buzz and Woody decide to work together, and these two mm. fucking crabs are like, "Give me a knife <laughs> <laughs> to the end." Uh, little do you know, crabs. The other crabs are not the enemy. It's us people. Yeah, <laughs> where the well, I mean, also the other crabs are the enemy because technically they are cannibalistic. So, like, I mean, fucking just watch your back, crabs. Yeah. <laughs> Be safe out there, crabs. <laughs> I guess that's why we haven't seen a crab buddy cop comedy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yet. <laughs> yet. Yep. Well, yeah. Oh, hey, goodness. let's dive into a little section we like to call product review. Kristen, what do we got? So this week, I actually tried um, something new, and it is a uh, pre-roll pack. I have six in the pack, and it's uh, flour from Candescent, California, um, and it is in the variety Charge, which uh, their slogan yeah. is, make a run, power up, or hit the town. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, All these right. are fun. Um, and, uh, so they have, uh, 24.36% THC and they are sativa. Wow. Um, and, uh, as I said before, the candescent brand, um, they were in this really like, like cute, bright, um, sorry, bright orange, uh, container that had a pretty like (laughs) significant child lock on it. (laughs) And I was just like, damn my stupid hands. (laughs) They're not, like, they cannot function with child locks. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And uh, mostly because I have sweaty palms and it yeah. was a, like, like push button down, force thing up situation. Okay. And I don't have traction. I've got sweaty <laughs> palms. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of me, like, you know, grabbing a towel and trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah. So they were fun. Uh, I enjoyed them. They uh, had a, a nice, like, light high. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like they were not as um, as much of a punch in the face normally as a uh, a joint would be for me. I felt like I could just like smoke this whole joint by myself and it was okay. Oh, cool. Like, which wasn't like, cause normally I'm like, oh, I could do half a joint and then I gotta put it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this one, it was just like, oh yeah, this is just kind of like a, oh, I'm at a party and taking an outside break, having a whole joint and then coming back in for a good chill time. Oh, rad, 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 rad. Um, so I, I guess that's 24% for the entire pack, not 24%. Her joint. So I think it's uh, just the the uh, weed itself, no. the flower percentage is yeah. 24%. So every single one of them has 24% flower inside of them. Ah. So it is 24% individually. Okay, okay. Um, because it is packed with all the same flower. Oh, right on, right on, right on, right on. Uh, it's 24%. That's pretty good. That's pretty good yeah. for flour. It's a good percentage. Yeah. Um, it was that, were those your... Um, uh, Thanksgiving holiday uh, smokeroonies? 
yes, that was what happened when um, I ran out of all of the product that I had brought with me for Thanksgiving uh-huh. Uh-huh. and was like, fuck, I need to find some weed. So, <laughs> thankfully, one of the uh, the wonderful weed companies sent me a little uh, thank you. Yeah. And I was able to use like a $20 gift card from them to procure these, and it was awesome. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and it was totally um, quick and easy. I believe it was Grass Store yeah. uh, that delivered for me. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it was super nice. Right on. Um, super simple. Right on, right on. And um, how 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 was the your Thanksgiving dinner in general? Favorite uh, food article from dinner? What was it? Okay, so um, I'm going to have to like applaud myself. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. Um, okay, so like every year I make um, I make uh, sweet potatoes, but I make yams, basically. Yeah. So sweet potatoes on the bottom, and then, or yams on the bottom, and then... Um, marshmallows. Marshmallows, thank you. I kept wanting to say mushrooms. I was like, what the <laughs> fucking rape thing? What the hell? <laughs> um, it's a very, very different food. <laughs> Um, and marshmallows on top, but um, in order for um, you to get like a really nice uh, flavor, I like to make a um, like whiskey-based um, like sauce Ooh, that I marinate okay. them in, okay. and I just kind of like have that sitting with them. And this year, so I'd only ever done it before like day of, um, because I normally like let it sit from like when I make it first thing in the morning to when I put it in the oven. And then this year I went, you know what, fuck it. What if I make it the day before and just let the shit marinate overnight and just like, you know, really let it like suck the flavors in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really think that that's like the way to go now uh-huh. um, because it was so much better. And like, I mean, I've already thought of like little ways to like even improve it more so like maybe like getting... Uh, like a skewer uh-huh. and just like skewering or poking like a couple of like holes into the sweet potato so it can like infuse oh, into yeah. the actual potato. You know, I've been thinking about it since I had those flavors. <laughs> I got excited and wanted to find out how to make the flavors more better. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I did that and it was really good. And then I've always uh, made it with. Uh, so it calls for whiskey, and this year I was able to make it with uh, Maker's Mark, mm. um, and it was just like, oh, this this is an interesting uh, flavor addition as well. Yeah, yeah. it's got a very interesting uh, whiskey smell. So I was uh, very pleased with it. it. Turned out very well. Right on. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. And marshmallows. Yeah, but who doesn't love marshmallows? <laughs> I made um, some carrots that I fell in love with. I made brown sugar maple carrots where I roasted carrots with a sauce that I made out of uh, dark maple syrup, brown sugar, and some uh, crushed red pepper to give it a kick. Mm-hmm. And then I just roasted it. I roasted the, like, in leaving the carrot, like, pretty big size, just, like, kind of cutting them 
in thirds lengthwise. And if they mm-hmm. were like huge, I would cut like the, the huge stems in half. But leaving yeah. the carrots fairly big and roasting them until they got super soft. And boy, oh boy, was that good. Oh, yeah. Pretty exciting so stuff. Pretty that exciting. sounds amazing. Yeah. I love a good, uh, a very good roasted carrot mm-hmm. is incredible. Mm-hmm. 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 But like, I don't, I think I, I think I really like roasted vegetables in general. Oh, yeah. I just very much enjoy them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like almost any vegetable. And, and honestly, when I roast vegetables, I, keep it pretty simple. I'm like oven at 375, take whatever it is. Is it broccoli? Is it Brussels sprouts? Is it asparagus? Is it carrots? Pour pour Um, some olive oil on them. Yeah. Salt and pepper, throw it in the oven. It's going to be good. I like to also do, um, for sweets, Mm -hmm. bananas and or apples. Yeah. If you just like, because the natural sugar inside of it just like kind of caramelizes itself. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and it's just very tasty. Yeah. And it's uh, not terrible. Yep. Yep. You hear that way, highway <laughs> listeners? You got to roast your vegetables or your fruits, and you're going to have a good time. You heard it here first on the way highway, right here on Adobe Radio. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more Way Highway. You're listening to Adobe Radio. That's fantastic. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the time of year that that just disappears, isn't it? Yeah. Right? It's we you get to October. And fall starts, and you're like, when's it going to be Halloween? And then Halloween happens, and then the year's over. Uh, what are you doing this year? Are you getting a tree? Do you have a tree? Are you a fake tree or a real tree person? Um, so uh, we are not having a tree this year um, uh-huh. because we moved. Yep. So when we moved, we threw out the old one and uh, we, uh, because it was real cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, a it was a tripod uh-huh. and only two of the legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were just like, we'll just place this really, really well. So it just leans on this one. <laughs> yep. I get that. <laughs> so we were like, it was on its last legs. Uh-huh. Um, so we decided. Literally. That, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we decided that um, we would uh, just kind of wait until after the holidays um, and maybe not decorate this year, but try to um, get like a good deal on an after Christmas, mm-hmm. like holiday special situation. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I'm just hoping that that works out in our favor. Because those are, I mean, it's bonkers. Yeah. It's bonkers what you would pay for decorations like like now versus yeah. directly before yeah. versus after. Yeah. Like you go to a Michaels now and you're going to pay like $12 an ornament. But yeah. 
if you wait until like the week before Christmas, you'll get four ornaments for $12. And then if you wait until after Christmas, they'll pay you $12 to take the <laughs> ornaments. Get them out of there. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's super crazy. Like Bonkers. it's literally 20 days, mm-hmm. a 20 day span. And like within that span, nothing has changed. Yeah. So yeah, it's just bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have a tree right now and I don't necessarily have any big plans to go get a tree. I don't know why. We talked about maybe doing like a Charlie Brown tree, Hmm. like just going and seeing if there's like a, cause sometimes Home Depot's outside will have the the little tree lots and you're like, we just want to go and take the one that no one wants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <Aww. laughs> yeah. Aww. Just be fun. Yeah. But, you know, fun. just for once. Cause we've never done a real tree before. Yeah. Yeah. I, a couple years ago, I like, I don't know what happened. I, th- I feel like from year to year, it just depends on how like, Christmas inspired I get. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right? But there yeah. were a few years ago I was like, I am inspired and I did it up and I went to like a Home Depot tree lot and I was like, what different types do we have? And then yeah. like I went for the real nice one and like I went for a real tall one and I just like I really got after it. <laughs> and it was nice and then, you know, went and bought way too many lights. Uh, and I, I have the power within me. I grew up in a very Christmas decorating household. Uh, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> me too. <laughs> right? Right? Like, yeah. ooh, it's, it gets pretty intense. I mean, I, it's so funny that my dad still gets after it because, I mean, you know, he's in his late seventies now. Uh, but he's still just like, no, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put a tree in almost every room. I'm going to put up the big, he like the whole, like the Christmas village. Yeah. It's intense. Totally. Yeah. Every single year, the decorations, um, I, (laughs) It's funny. Okay. So I don't know if you ever experienced this, but I used to, I experienced this feeling from when we decorated for the holidays to immediately after the holiday, like we were undecorated. Yeah. This intense, intense sadness Uh because like our house went from being so like holiday, like Christmas everywhere to being like, empty again because the rest of the fucking year had to happen I guess like, <laughs> and it's just like oh my gosh yeah, I just I get remember that. being like no like seeing like a couple things being picked up here and there after Christmas was over being like what the fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like oh I was a big big fan of of the uh uh jolly saint nick himself santa claus i just loved him so much yeah Um, and uh like refused 
refused to uh, stop believing until I was 12 years old. Um, (laughs) Not a lie. That is completely true. One time I convinced another person that I went to school with um, uh, who was like, how could he possibly ever do that one night? And I was like, uh, have you heard of time zones? Um, and like, just like as a small child was like ready to fucking go because I was fighting for Santa. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but like legitimately like the Santa war is just so fun. And I love watching all of the Christmas movies that deal with like that world and i think it stems from my original love for like uh the movie the santa claus uh-huh yep because i specifically love films about santa that make santa make sense yep i love it yeah i'm like uh-huh yeah that's how it works yep 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 it's my favorite yep i get it and uh in in house cowhig uh, there is one entire tree dedicated to Santa. And Amazing. that tree simply has nothing but Santa Clauses on it. Uh, and then there are a lot of larger um, Santa uh, dolls that go around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Whether, um, whether, whether we're talking like, uh, like porcelain-ish dolls with like real fabrical clothes on them or like uh-huh. the the all kind of like glass ones that's just yeah. a multitude of santa santas they're yeah. everywhere <laughs> um we had a santa that was like um like a side table like uh-huh. accessory santa yep um and he's like in a full Santa robe and he's got like a pole that he's holding on to and he's got like real facial hair yep. um, and like hair hair. Yep. And my cat was fucking in love with him. And just like every single time they brought out that Santa, it was just like, hello, dear friend. It's so nice to see you again. <laughs> And just oh. go over and just groom Santa. Wow. And be like, no! You um, know what? Yeah. You just made me That's realize my parents have a cat now. And I don't know what's going to happen. Because oh. William the cat is quite an explorer and full of mischief. And the two times that I was home, because I was just home uh, end of August, beginning of September, Labor Day, mm-hmm. and then I was just home right around Halloween time, I watched this dude batting stuff around. And like, I know that, you know, dude straight up batted a witch off of, <laughs> off of a counter. <laughs> Cause dude, that's, I mean, so, so William the cat, uh, yeah, he's probably going to be in that tree. He's going to get in the tree. And uh, climb it. Oof. It's going to, it's going to be a, a problem. It's a whole thing. Like, it's- yeah, it's gonna be a problem. And There's like, so many videos actually right now that on like TikTok about uh-huh. like people who are trying to like figure out how to get their cats to like not <laughs> fuck with their Christmas decorations. Oh and boy! It's just like every single video <laughs> that I'm seeing right now is like, so one of them was like, "Scare your cat with your Christmas thing," and I was like, "You're the biggest asshole in the world. <laughs> like, don't own a cat. Yeah. Like, if you're going to scare your cat." 
why? Why? Just There's don't. There's got to be a better way. Stop. Just don't do that. There's got to be um, a better way. <laughs> you suck. Um, and then another one was like this person, because cats love Christmas trees. They love ornaments. They love oh. everything that goes on the Christmas tree. They're oh, yeah. all about it. Then you start putting gifts under it, and then it's like this fucking bows there too, and like like paper to play with. Yeah. We're about it. Yeah. Um, so like cats love it. And so this like guy had this video about like putting like a, a zap mat and it's just this like mat that like zaps your cat oh, if no. it goes under the tree. And I was just like, why does everyone that owns, why does everyone that owns a cat suck? Like yeah. what? That's so shitty. Do, like, like do, doesn't your house have like, I don't know, doors? <laughs> like can't you dedicate... I don't know. I just don't understand why pain, why causing pain to a creature is the first thing that we as a society think of. Yeah. To go like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Or, (laughs) you know what? I choose to terrify my creature that I love and care about uh, with this ornament so it doesn't mess it up. It's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'd prefer to just care about my creature. Maybe just love your cat and figure out yeah. a, 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 a pain-free way of, yeah. of, you know, I don't know. Like like dog shock collars where it's like, oh, well, can't, can't you just like put up a fence or yeah, don't leave your dog outside unattended or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It seems cruel. Seems like there are better ways to do all yeah. of this. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. Oh, but I, I'm very interested in what's going to go on in House Cowhig. Uh, yeah. What with William now taking control of of the house, essentially. Um, and uh, also, with just with the added time that that house is Christmas. Cause I completely agree with you. There was like a, 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 a like, like an immense joy from post Thanksgiving to Christmas, the lead up where the house becomes decorated and like the whole shebang, really you got, we got like those little um, candle lights in all of the windows. So the house mm-hmm. is just all sparkly and pretty from the street. Like it's pretty Cute. incredible. And like, that's mm-hmm. also the time when like the first snow is going to be happening sometime soon. Yeah. And that's when it's all pretty. And then you take all the Christmas decorations down and then the snow gets annoying and brown and full of salt and plowed. And it's just, then everything's gross Yeah. until it's spring. Right. Yeah. But Nowadays in House Cowhig, those decorations don't come down right after Christmas because there are so many of them. The the takedown is is even longer than the lead up. And I, I believe I believe those things stay up sometimes all the way to Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So that's a lot of time for William the Cat to really get after it. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to have a great time. He's going to have a great time. There's going to be some chaos. Uh, oh, yeah. And I'm 3,000 miles away. So all I'll be able to do is hear about it by a telephone call. Uh, Hilarious. Lucky me. <laughs> but hey, Way Highway listeners, if you've got any interesting, humane, non-shock-related ways to keep cats 
away from Christmas decorations. Why don't you hit us up and let us know? We're very interested. I want to know. I want to relay this information to my parents to try to make Christmas time uh, a miracle instead a of a disaster. More harmonious place. Yeah. It's more Christmas. harmonious Christmas for cats. <laughs> cats and cowigs. My memoir. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're going to take one more break here on the Way Highway. You're listening to Adobe Radio. That's radical. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. And I'm Kristen. Hey. We're talking about it. Let's keep talking about it. We're talking about it, right? Uh Yeah. So. Yeah. It's December. The holidays are rapidly approaching. It's about to be Christmas time. And I found from HolidayExtras.com a list and an explanation of some mm-hmm. unusual Christmas traditions from around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm very interested, and some of these are very interesting. So I want to share them with you, Kristen, and with you, Way Highway listeners. Yay! Um, so the first one is something you've heard of. Um, I think they made a movie about it. I just did not know it was a serious thing that people got super into. And this is uh, Bad Santa in Austria, which is funny because Bad Santa is a movie, uh, but this is about uh, Krampus, which is also a movie. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I do not believe Bad Santa uh, was about Krampus. That was, no. No, that was just about... Um, What's Billy Bob Thornton Billy Bob. being just a bad about, Santa. Yeah. Billy Bob. Just Billy Bob being bad. Just Billy Bob being Billy Bob. Um, Billy Bobbing. <laughs> just Billy Bobbing around. Uh, so th- th- this is the way this talks about it. British kids are well acquainted with Father Christmas, Santa Claus, or St. Nick. It's not just British kids, but sure. Okay, okay. Uh, but they can, can consider themselves lucky that they don't live in Austria. And that's because in Austria, a ghoulish creature called Krampus, the evil accomplice of St. Nicholas, is said to wander the streets in search of badly behaved children. And during the month of December, you can expect to see terrifying masked figures out and about scaring kids and adults alike with ghastly pranks. If this holiday tradition sounds like your kind of thing, be sure to check out the annual Krampus Parade in Vienna. Huh. So they, Silly. they really get into it. I, I just like the, the idea of like, we're just going to scare kids and adults alike with ghastly pranks. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Because why not? <laughs> Odd. Odd. Odd that a time that brings most people joy. Let's you've bring chosen. all the family together <laughs> under fear. <laughs> Ghastly pranks for all. Um, so uh, this next one is a cobweb Christmas mm-hmm. that happens in the Ukraine. 
So mm-hmm. one of Ukraine's favorite festive traditions is not one for those with a fear, uh, with a fear of creepy crawlies. Where we would have baubles, tinsels, and stars, Ukrainians use decorations that mimic the natural formation of spiders' webs shimmering with dew. The tradition goes back to a folk tale about a poor widow who could not afford to decorate a tree for her children. Legend has it that spiders in the house took pity on the family and spun beautiful webs all over the tree, which the children awoke to find on Christmas morning. Spiders' webs are also considered to be lucky in Ukrainian culture. That's adorable. That is adorable. That's... I love the part about the spiders. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like that's... Charlotte's Web. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And feel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How adorable. That's... It... Spiders are portrayed in mm-hmm. the media as both evil and kind, depending. Because you got bad spider in Lord of the Rings, you got good spider in Charlotte Webb. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Always good to get a spider on your side. I think, I think they're very unique and interesting creatures. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like, the, the, the web thing is incredible. Mm-hmm. The catching of prey and, and, like, rolling them up in web and then training them up their blood is... That's uh-huh. Kind of, that's kind of... That's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. There's uh, also the, um, the strength um, and uh-huh. the tensile strength of their mm-hmm. um, webs, which is pretty intense. Pretty intense. And a lot of other really cool things coming from spiders and or spider venom yep. to do research and data. Yep, yep. And then when you think of like big spiders that can catch whole ass birds in their webs, mm-hmm. yo. Yeah, yeah. But then you could also think about... Um, the uh i can't remember exactly what tarantula it is but there's a tarantula that keeps um a pet frog oh um and it's like a symbiotic relationship and like the frog helps it to do to like keep bad things away and then it protects the frog i love that so much yeah spider and frog friends come on Oh my god. While you look for that, I'm going to tell you about Colonel Santa in Japan. (laughs) So, back in 1974, the American fast food restaurant KFC released a festive marketing campaign in Japan. The seemingly simple slogan, Kirasumasu Miwa Kentucky, Kentucky for Christmas, spawned a national tradition that still thrives to this day. Although Christmas isn't a national holiday in Japan, families from all over the country head to their local KFC for a special Christmas Eve meal. While it might be fast food, expect to pay a higher premium on the biggest sales day of the year, 
because a KFC Christmas dinner clocks in at around 3,336 yen, uh, which is roughly 20 pounds, which I guess is, I don't know how many dollars that is. I'm not a smart man, but I guess that's a lot (laughs) for KFC. I mean, honestly, it's KFC. It should not be that expensive. Um. I found I found the article. Tell me. And it is a tarantula, um, a burrowing tarantula, mm-hmm. and a dotted humming frog. And here's a picture. Look! Wow, they're just hanging out, and the tarantula is so much bigger than the frog and is standing over the frog just like, don't you get near my buddy. Yeah. That's my friend, uh, frog. uh, Yeah, it's a a mutualism relationship of symbiosis. And uh, they eat each other's uh, enemies and keep each other safe. Wow. I wonder how they link up. Like, is there some sort of like, you know... (laughs) I feel like maybe Gathering like the spot. frog oh. is like hopping by one day and the tarantula is just like, hey. And the frog like, ribbit. Want to come inside? <laughs> ribbit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Right? And then or, like they negotiate terms. <laughs> yeah. Or like maybe there's some sort of like lineage thing where like this family of tarantula and this family of frog have like always helped each other out. See, I want that to be true. Yeah. But the, I mean, just the, like, the complexity of That's that with the, the yeah. number of egg spiders mm-hmm. to ratio O tadpole that would uh-huh. survive to, to kin with the right. spider. I just feel like there might be some trouble there. That would, that would be trouble there. That would but be I really mean, cool, though. That's the Disney story. <laughs> that's, you know? that's totally the like, Disney story. Fucking write that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, all right. So we got Colonel in Japan. We got, we got, we got Tarantula and Frog Friends. We got, uh, we got Spider Christmas in, uh, in Ukraine. We got Colonel Santa KFC Christmas in Japan. Uh, and our next one is pickle in the tree in Germany. Uh, so the the Christmas tree tradition abr- embraced around the world today is believed to have started in Germany back in the 16th century. Uh, so it comes as no surprise that our continental cousins still have some unique customs relating to the festive conifers. Uh, one of these is to hide a pickle somewhere within the branches of the tree and give a gift to whichever child in the household <laughs> finds it. <laughs> <laughs> I found the pickle. Where's my gift? I've never That's heard so of that. Weird. That's very strange. Um, and this is even stranger. Some claim that the tradition may not be German after all, because one legend says that the Christmas pickle originated in Spain when two young boys were held as prisoners inside a pickle barrel, the heroic St. Nicholas rescued the boys and brought them back to life. <laughs> but either what way, 
Fuck pickles. <laughs> but either way, a pickle on the he Christmas says, tree is a tradition we can totally get behind. I like what? What was like that plot? <laughs> strangely, this tradition will be perpetuated by a bunch of fans of Rick and Morty who just have yeah. fucking pickle Rick on their fri- or yeah. on their um fridge. What am I saying? They're, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. How silly is that? That is so silly. I, I mean, I'm st- I like I just the legend of Saint Nick try like having to save boys that were trapped in a pickle barrel. Yeah. How odd. I think that's probably one of the worst. Santa stories I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank like, you, it's not Santa. Uplifting. Yeah, no. Like, it's just kind of sad because, yeah. like, I mean, they died. <laughs> they they did. They died in the pickle barrel. I mean, where like, did they just suffocate in the barrel itself? Was this pickle barrel also full of pickles and brine, and did they drown in the brine? Like, I hate it. It's rough. And also, like, what was, who, like, St. Nick was really a, kind of a detective back then. <laughs> that he was like, oh, I'm going to figure out where your children went. And then I went down to the pickle docks and investigated yeah. all the barrels and found your kids. And then I brought them back to life with my St. Nick magic. Very strange. Very, very strange. Uh, roller skateness. What? That happens in Caracas. Roller skate-mus. Uh, in the Venezuelan capital of Caracas, swaths of city dwellers make their way to mass on roller skates every year on Christmas morning. The tradition is now so well established that many of the city's streets are closed to traffic from 8 a.m. so that the skating congregation can get to church safely. It's even said that children will sleep with one lace from their skates tied around their toe, the other skate dangling from the window so that their friends can wake them up with a friendly tug on the lace. Adorable. It's adorable. Also very strange. Uncomfortable. I don't know if I could sleep with a lace tied around my toe hung out a window. Yeah. I feel like, you know... In 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 um, cute old village times mm-hmm. when everyone knew each other, and um, yeah, you know that was more whimsical then, but now probably not the best idea. No, not good we, anymore. Because we live here. We ruined the world. <laughs> we ruined it. Yeah, you can't just sleep with the lace of a skate hanging out a window with your toe tied to the other end. Yeah. The wrong person's going to tug on that now. Totally. That's unfortunate. But I do like everybody roller skating to church in the morning. Yeah, that I'm all about. That's adorable. That's an adorable tradition. All right. Festive sauna in Finland. (laughs) Many homes in Finland come equipped with their own sauna. And at Christmas time, this cozy spot becomes a sacred space associated with long dead ancestors. What? <laughs> On Christmas Eve, it's customary to strip naked 
and take a long and respectful stint in the sauna, which is also believed to be home to the legendary sauna elf. All right, this is getting crazy. After the sauna sessions, Finns head out to the evening celebrations while spirits of those ancestors take their place in the bubbling water. Huh? Um... (laughs) I'd like to. I'd like to know more about sauna elves. <laughs> uh, okay, and you told me that I got to be naked. So many secrets. Well, like, yeah, I'm naked in the sauna. There's just a sauna elf in here, just like watching me. Yeah. What's going on? What's up with these pervy elves? <sighs> so weird. But uh, like, okay. So my dead ancestors are there. Their spirits are there. Uh huh. The sauna is there. And I'm just naked in the sauna. Yeah. I don't know. It's very strange. You could just kind of like take those moments, I guess, to like really just get out that like childhood trauma. You know? Just like fucking say it to the wind and just like (laughs) de-stress. Yeah. Yeah. And then make them sit in what they did. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, is that not the reason uh, for the season? Uh, uh, okay, what is this? Shoes by the fire in the Netherlands. Every that year just seems in... dangerous. <laughs> Every year in the days leading up to December 25th, Dutch children eagerly place their shoes by the fire in hopes that Sinterklaas will fill them with small gifts and treats in the night. Traditionally, carrots are left in the shoes for the Stinterklaas's faithful steed, a white horse named Amerigo. In the olden days, naughty children would receive a potato in lieu of gifts, but potato punishment is no longer considered an appropriate scare tactic. They've done away with the potatoes. (laughs) I think that it's strange that it says considered to be an appropriate scare tactic. (laughs) <laughs> so there are there are some that they do deem appropriate. This one right. is not. Does but that there mean are that, others. Yeah, right. Have they gotten worse than a potato? <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck, man. Oh Jesus. man. Oh man. Belfana the witch in Italy. <laughs> Forget Santa on December twenty fifth when in Italy, as all the action takes place on the eve of fifth of the 5th of January. According to folklore, an old woman named Belfana visits all the children of Italy to fill their stockings with candy and leave them presents if they've been good. Just like Father Christmas, Belfana enters through the chimney and is left treats by the children who live there, typically wine and local delicieri... Wait, delicacies. I couldn't... I just forgot how to read. (laughs) Delicicaries. I... Love that. I love Belfana the Witch. Come on. Yeah. How great. Oh my god. The Yule Cat? No, please. (laughs) In Iceland? One of the more unique festive traditions we've heard of comes from Iceland, where a giant cat is said to roam the snowy countryside at Christmas time. Traditionally, farmers would use the Yule Cat as an incentive for their workers. Those who worked hard would receive a new set of clothes, but those who didn't would be devoured by the gigantic cat-like beast. Oh, no. 
<laughs> Today it is customary for everyone in Iceland to get new clothing for Christmas to avoid an unsavory demise. Well, oh boy. You were almost there. You know what? It started off nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh cool. We got we got Saint Nick or we got Belfana the Witch or maybe we got a big old cat that would come deliver the presents. But then you told me if I didn't wear a new set of threads, the cat was going to eat me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I don't trust that cat anymore. Yeah, that cat's a dick. That cat is a total dick. <laughs> uh, we're almost out of time here. But, I, I mean, I feel like I, I just have to look at what fried caterpillars in South Africa are. Ooh. Ooh, when you think of Christmas food, mince pies and turkeys are often high on the list. In South Africa, however, it's the creepy crawlies that local children look forward to. Festive fried caterpillars may seem like one of the more unusual Christmas traditions, but these caterpillars aren't just run-of-the-mill variety you find in the garden. The pine tree emperor moth, or Christmas caterpillar, is covered in very festive hues, giving all who swallow a little extra luck in the coming year. I mean, you're still yeah, eating caterpillars. Yeah, it looks kind of tasty. It, I mean, it doesn't... It looks like kind of like pasta, but yeah, but it's still caterpillars. Fried so. pasta. Yeah. Fried pasta pillars. Fried pasta pillars. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could eat the caterpillars. Uh, I would have to do another Sean separation of thing from food. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd have to convince myself that no, these are not caterpillars that I'm eating. Yeah. But those are some Oh boy. Those are some Christmas traditions from around the world to get us ready for the holiday season that's coming up. Kristen, I had a fantastic time with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is awesome. And thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. And make sure you listen to The Way Highway each and every Thursday on Adobe Radio at 4 p.m. in the Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern. Go to the place where you get your podcasts, download old episodes, and give a listen if you missed any. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We won't stop you. Kristen, get us out of here. If you would like to follow us on social media, you could follow Sean Cowig at Sean Cowig. You could follow me, Kristen Sanchez, at Siren16X. And you could also follow us at The Way Highway, at The Way Highway, at Adobe.com, which is where you could send us an email. That's what I meant to say in that <laughs> last part. So there's that. Um, but yeah, we just want to thank everyone and uh, say happy holidays to whichever holiday that you celebrate. Oh. We uh, wish you love, happiness, and health in uh, the new year and going forward. Yeah, we just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. See you next week, kids. Bye.